Hi there, my name is Matt Brown, and this is the Million Dollar Principles. Uh, so these are principles I've used in my own entrepreneurial journey over the last 20 years to uh, build and exit multiple million-dollar companies. So um, this principle is called Fuck Your Plans. So, you know, when you start out as an entrepreneur, or when I did anyway, it's like you always have these plans, you know. It's like... <laughs> I have a plan for a product. I have a plan for a problem I want to solve. I have a plan for how much money I'm going to make. <laughs> uh, and the, the reality is, and if you founded, you know, more than one company or just one, <laughs> you will know that, you know, plans or your plans suck, <laughs> basically. On the first day of any business, your plans completely suck. <laughs> and... You know, it's like a business plan. Like I get asked all the time, like, hey, Matt, should I, should I build a business plan? I'm like, yeah, dude, if you want a great exercise in theoretical thinking, <laughs> you should absolutely do a business plan. And there is some <laughs> value in it. But let me promise you this, like, you're not going to care about that business plan <laughs> after about a week. It's gone out the window. Um, and it should, right? Because... The reality is that no plan survives first contact with the customer. It's just like, it's the truth. You know, you're not going to make a million dollars in your first year. And you know, when you, when you drag that cell on your spreadsheet and your commercial model from the left to the right in Excel, and you noticed how your hundred thousand dollar profit was in month one, and you noticed how every month it adds together and it gets to, you know, <laughs> $1.2 million in profit. That is planning. That's your fucking plan. <laughs> And this is the thing. I mean, like founders, especially green, you know, millennials or youngsters who haven't really built businesses or exited them, like they'll take that shit to an investor. <laughs> Go, look, look how much we're going to do 1.2 million in profits in the first year. Um, and obviously the investor's going like, hmm, yeah, I don't think I'm going to back you. <laughs> yeah, you're probably not investable. By the way, have you done this before? <laughs> it's like, no, it's a business plan, dude. Trust me, <laughs> it's going to work. Oh, gosh, I'm laughing because I see myself. I'm actually talking to myself. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, yeah, so here's the thing. I mean, uh, you should never let your plans get in the way of the journey. And I think that's the principle for this video. Um, it's good to have an idea but you really want to build your business around the problem or around the customer. You don't want to build it around you. And many founders do this. They make this mistake. They build the business around them. And then they wonder why it dies. <laughs> because you cannot be your own best customer, you know, and expect that you're going to build something that the world cares about. It's good to use your own experience to identify a potential business problem that you can solve. But even then you need to figure out whether other people can share in that problem, you know? So uh, like I had Mickey Agrawal on the show, um, she's basically built $200 million businesses in my, and she was on my podcast and she was talking about how do you know if you've got a good idea? And she said, well, does it suck for you? And does it suck for a lot of other people? And if you can answer those two questions, then you're good, probably. But still, you shouldn't have a plan. <laughs> you should go out there and execute and then build your business around that problem. 
Um, and in many cases, I also think that, you know, we, we spend so much time planning. So like, when is it a good time to start a business? Well, it's never a good time. It's not a good time now. It's not a good, it's not going to be a good time tomorrow or next week or next year or in 10 years from now. It is always a bad time to start a business. <laughs> but it's a great time to take a chance. So if you get caught up in your plans, 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 you, I'm going to write a 36-page business plan that is literally worth jack shit. It's worth nothing. Go and make a dollar. Go and sell something to someone. That's how you know you've got a business. doesn't matter how long or how well thought through your business plan is or how how many, uh, <laughs> how many green lines or commercial model shows you after like the first three months, you know, um, it's always a bad time to start a business. Did you ever find yourself being too married to a plan and, and, and what happened? Uh, yeah, you'll fail. Like I've uh, like, you know, when I was 26, I had a self-development company and I spoke about this in the previous video, but uh, you know, I wasn't flexible enough. I wasn't adaptable enough to go, well, maybe the world doesn't want to take advice from a 26-year-old about life. <laughs> what could it then be? You know, change your customer. Or choose to be for a customer, then figure out, well, what's the right product and service to bake around that customer? Um, yeah, you shouldn't be wedded to anything in business outside of your commitments and your faith that you will get there in the end. That's, you must be wedded to yourself. Everything else is open for debate <laughs> and discussion. Um, you know, going back to the, when is a good time to start a business? When you decide to start one, that's the best time. That's how you know it's a good time is when you prepare to decide to do it. So there's going to be economic recession, then there's pandemics, then there's, customers don't want your products then there's competitors who you know underpricing you in the markets race to the bottom there's always something always going to be something so there's no point in you trying to plan that shit out to death to go well if this competitor comes along here's how i'm going to respond you don't know that shit it's impossible to know you're not god <laughs> you know so don't get let your plans get in the way of the journey like the journey is everything. You have to trust the journey. You know, life's always happening for you, not to you. If you can't sell, that's a sign that you suck at selling <laughs> or that nobody wants your product. If you can sell, great, right? Because there's feedback on what you are or who you are or what you can do or what your skills are, or maybe what your knowledge gap isn't. So, the journey is way more important than any planning. Leave planning to listed companies with shareholders. When you're a startup and an entrepreneur, trust the journey, figure it out as you go. You know, and if you don't like, and so the other thing is like, you know, you, in many cases you wind up with the business you hate, even if it's successful. What do you do? What do you do then? Do you want that? Trust me, I've been there. You don't want that. <laughs> that is a bad situation for you to be in. A business that you hate, even if it's successful. Success without fulfillment is the greatest failure. So the journey is everything. 
you know, trust your gut more than a business plan. Trust your intelligence, intuition, because I do believe it's a skill that you can grow. You listen to your gut um, and it's a skill, you know, that you can rely on. Like you, you know, can't rely on people. <laughs> you cannot rely on people. Uh, you can only rely on yourself. So trust your intuition and above all, don't let your plans get in the way of the journey. And that's your principle for this video. Ever wanted to become a best-selling author? Well, I'm in the influence business and I work with business owners and CEOs and business leaders to help them scale their influence. And we do this as a team by helping you to become a best-selling author, sought-after speaker and industry influencer in only 30 days. My team and I have developed a system that delivers a best-selling book and a launch campaign 300% faster and 50% less cost than anyone else in North America. This system is incredibly efficient. One of my clients Clients Haiku went from a 2% share of voice globally to an 11% share of voice globally in only seven days. If you'd like more information, head on over to showworksmedia.com for more. That is showworks with an X.com.